everybody, welcome back to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host, Maxine, and we are on episode 11. All right, so on this episode, we're going to get into purpose, finding your purpose, recognizing what is your purpose here on earth, and how can we fulfill that, okay? Um, We're going to go through a couple of different areas in the Bible, but first we're going to start off with Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, the plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, all right? So first is, I I believe the first step, honestly, is to accept that God has a plan for your life, that you are not here by accident, that you are not a oops, okay? (laughs) You um, were not a mistake. So... Let's just accept that first, because I know oftentimes in this world, in the enemy, the devil, Lucifer himself, will have us believe and have us really just accept the identity of being a mistake, of being someone here that is unworthy to do great things, and that's not true, okay? So let's first accept who we are in Christ and recognize that his purpose here for us on earth is to prosper us is to have a hope and to have a future okay and overall give him glory because that's ultimately what it is god deserves all the glory so we need to accept that god loves us and we are not here by accident we are not unworthy we are worthy we are purposeful we are here on purpose hallelujah can i get an amen for that okay cash at me the tithe for that word already because that's a word right there that just came out um but yeah we are here on purpose this is not a mistake you listening to me right now is not a mistake so go ahead and share me (laughs) but we're we're not we're not a mistake um we're not uh just here to just take up space we're here for a reason and only through christ alone is you know, only through him alone will we identify that reason. Only through him alone will we identify, okay, what is the purpose you have for me to fulfill, okay? Um, I remember being a child. I want to say, like, throughout my childhood, I was obsessed. And I want to say not just childhood. My young adult years, like, early on, my, I'm still a young adult. I'm 27. I'm still a young adult. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I got three more years to 30, y'all. Can we just, hold on, let's pause for a second because that's terrifying. I'm not saying 30 is old, but God, like, yo, what's going to happen? Hold on. Let me just have a little freak out moment. But I still trust in the Lord. But don't you guys ever have, like, that moment when you're just like, whoa, I'm actually older than I was a couple of years ago. Like, <laughs> and I know that sounds kind of crazy, but seriously, just literally, I'm so, I'm so really off topic right now, but I'll get back. I'll get back. But I, just a couple of days ago, I was thinking to myself, like, I'm really 27. Like, I'm not like shy from like, I'm like, I didn't just turn 27. My birthday was in February. So like, I've been a couple of months at this age and it's like, whoa, like 28 is couple of months away you know like that's crazy to me but it's a blessing nonetheless like nonetheless like I'm grateful that I'm here and you know I still have breath in my body praise the lord but dang I want to be 30 in three years that's wild like what's up (laughs) hello Mr. Future (laughs) where are you (laughs) no 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 my, my purpose is outside of that. No, no. So, anyways, back to purpose. <laughs> there is a purpose for you. There's a purpose for me. And we need to first accept that, okay? Um, yeah, as I was saying, for the most part, all of my childhood and um, my early years of being a young adult, I was obsessed with just finding the right man, finding the right man, finding, 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 finding the right man. Because if I don't find the right man then I won't get married, you know, I won't be in love, I won't have that life. And it's very baffling to me now how obsessed I was. Like, I don't know what, where that obsession came from. Like, I really don't know, but I guess it's just my peers. Like, we were all kind of boy crazy, but I really 
for a long time attached my identity and I attached my purpose to finding a good man and getting married. <laughs> like, what? And that's not to shame the women out there who are married and who find, you know, joy in having a husband. That's amazing. Like, that's a goal. It's a goal in my head. But, like, that's something I would like to have in the future. But definitely I am not in a rush. And I'm so grateful that God has allowed for me to be delivered from that mindset. Because for so long, I really attached my identity to finding a husband. And I never thought, I never even thought about, like, purpose. I never thought about my my purpose, my particular purpose has Maxine here on earth. I never really gave that much emphasis. Instead, I gave so much emphasis on dating, men, love, marriage, all of this stuff, when instead, God is still moving in my life like just because I don't have a relationship right now just because I'm not married right now does not mean I don't have a purpose so that's for anyone else who may still feel that way I really I hope one day you get to realize that your purpose the God the purpose that God has for you is still present the plans that God has for you is still present and is not attached to you finding a husband, you know? So don't attach your confidence, your identity, your self-esteem to that because it really will have you idolize love and dating and men and marriage. And as we know in the word, we are not to make an idol, A-I-D-O-L, an idol off of anything. No one should be an idol to us as Christians. We should only worship God. Instead, a lot of women out there, and I know because I have been one of them, have worshipped just the idea of getting married, the idea of finding a soulmate, the idea of falling in love and all this great stuff. And it comes from a place of, you know, just wanting that companionship, that love, that romance, and that's totally understandable. But it come, it becomes tricky when that's all that we want, you know? Like, if that's all that we want, if that's all that we look forward to, that that's that, that should be alarming, you know? I, I finally broke out of that mindset, and I realized, okay, whether I get married or not, because, look, it may not be in the cards for any, everybody, you know what I mean? And I hope it's in the cards for me, but I just want, I always wanted to kind of, break free from that and I'm so glad that I have because whether or not I do get married my happiness and my joy does not come from that being fulfilled you know like there is still happiness and joy in life because I have Christ you know my happiness and joy is not attached to a marriage or a relationship so that's just number one because I know that there's so many people out there who feel differently and it's fine like you know, we all have to get get through our own journey the way God designed it for us. But I'm just so glad I don't think that thing like that anymore because I really was a slave to that mindset. I really was thinking that I I might like I had to have a boyfriend. I had to fall in love, and I had. And there's a lot of men who think like that too, which I really think is kind of strange. Like for a man, like can you man up? My know I shouldn't think like that. Like men have feelings too. That's true, but nigga, <laughs> let me still say that word. But you know what I mean. Like there's just a lot of things that we idolize as humans because we have that inclination, that need to want to love, to want to be loved, and I get it. It's a natural thing but it becomes dangerous when we make that an idol when we allow that to overwhelm us and we worship that and we cry and we feel worthless if we don't have a relationship in our life if we don't have a marriage in our life like no like your worth is still present (laughs) your worth is still in your you still have worth if you don't have a, a significant other okay so let's just get that out of the way. That's number one. All right. But for a long time, I did feel that way. And every man I've dated 
Digga. <laughs> I'm so glad there was no marriage that that resulted in those relationships, okay? In those situationships as well. Every man was not someone I was equally yoked with. There was no one who I really could see being my husband. And I know as for other women as well, we have a tendency of immediately painting our our future together you know a a first day could go really well or it could go like it could go kind of well but we just think okay well he's my husband and we're gonna live here I'm gonna have two of his kids you know I'm gonna take his last name I'm you know this and that like we're already planning a life when instead this is not the route God wants for us but because we find so much emphasis and so much power in this person and the marriage and we idolize that we find ourselves in muddy waters okay we cannot fully be who God has called us to be if we are attaching our identity to someone else so we can't do that so anyone who feel like that's them please i advise you to just come to christ and try to figure out what is the root of it all what what is that what is that space in you that feel like all you were called to be is someone's wife and that's it and this is like i said before there's no shade to the wives out there that's great your wife amazing hope you're in a happy godly marriage but god forbid you know the marriage doesn't work out god forbid the the you know the spouse passes away right any of those situations where the marriage could end who are you who are you you know who are you still you know if you attach your identity to a man to a woman to this marriage to even being a mother there's a lot of mothers out there who don't have a life outside of their children like they just only and i understand like being a caretaker is in our dna as women um but when your children grow up and have a life of their own are you just going to be miserable are you just going to kill yourself like what (laughs) there's no like we have to understand our identity in Christ, accept our identity in Christ, and fully walk in that purpose, okay? So let's make a cautious effort to not idolize our our relationships, to not idolize the thought of marriage, the ideal of marriage, um, love, dating. Let's not make an idol out of it. We could want for certain things, we could desire for certain things, but God, you know, if God snatches that away from us, if somehow our marriage fails, that relationship fails, you know, our kid, you know, moves on with his or her life, what, like, who are you? Who are you? You know, we need to recognize our purpose and our identity needs to be within Christ Jesus, okay? Because only in him are we fulfilled, are we sufficient. So please just, that just really spoke to me because I I just really, I, whenever I was like in a relationship with a man or in a situationship, I was more, in more situationships <laughs> than relationships to be honest, but Situationship is hard for me to even say out loud because I mumble over my words, as you guys could tell. But I was in so many of them, and after, like, I would be with a dude, like, talk to a dude for, like, a month or whatever. You know, not not for long. Like, it'll be, like, a month, maybe two months, something that's, like, short, and it'll be inconsistent. <laughs> you know, like, you know, there's 31 days in a lot of the months in a year, right? And we'll talk 12 out of those 31 days. (laughs) But every time we're not consistent, every time there's no text or call or plan from the man to me, 
my, my I suddenly question myself. I suddenly feel like my identity, who am I? Like, how come I'm not enough, Lord? How come I'm not enough for you? You know, it's like all of these emotions and these negative thoughts come into play and that's not from God y'all like that is not from Christ that is not from Christ alone and once we fully recognize our identity we then don't accept negative behavior negative treatment from anybody okay so it could be this fine dude that you're that you just started seeing and you suddenly see red flags don't ignore them you know, because we know who we are in Christ. We are a workmanship of, you know, God created us to be God. We are his masterpiece. And if we think anything less than that, then we will accept any fool's uh, like piss <laughs> behavior towards us. And we're just like, oh, well, you know, at least he's fine though. It, it, anyways, but back to purpose. I just say all that to say, there is purpose for you, okay? God has a plan for you, and don't attach the plan he has for you to a relationship, to a marriage, to anything that society or your peers or your community may feel like is is important, right? Um, I don't know if anyone else find this to be something that happens in their lives, something that's like of norm, of the norm. But being a young woman who's single, I often get elders from my church, from my home church, come up to me and be like, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you to find a good man. I'm praying for you to get married. You know, has anything happened yet? Is there anyone I should meet? Like, they'll just ask different questions like that. (laughs) And I'm just standing there like, <laughs> you know, trying to be respectful, but can you get off my jaw? Like, there's a lot of pressure placed upon single women from the church that makes me feel like, okay, I'm I'm behind because I'm not even in the running race. I don't even have a potential boo, right? So when people come up to me and be like, oh, you know, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you to find a husband. I'm praying for you to, you know, get married. It's like thank you, but can you pray for me to find my purpose in life? Okay? Can you pray for me to recognize, uh, you know, the assignment that God has for me? Can you pray for me to be delivered from this sin? You know, like, can we pray about more things that are actually important? Like, it's not to say marriage isn't. Like, it's not to say that finding a, a solid guy who's a man of God isn't important, but it seems to be the only focus for women and it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how come I don't get enough people come up to me and be like, I'm praying for you to get out of this, you know, this addiction. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to pray for you to find a good man. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, sister. <laughs> Thanks. You know, okay, sister, sister Joan, thank you. No, okay. But there is purpose behind the plan that God has for you. You know, we are all born with the purpose. We are all born with a mission. Like I said earlier, we're not here by accident. So finally, once I got out of that mindset of thinking my identity is attached to people, to relationships, to dating, to romance and all that stuff, I then begin to realize my purpose. Um, I believe, well, not I believe, I know God has shown me and revealed to me what my purpose is here on earth. And let me just, before I say it, <laughs> but um, for so long, I would just think to myself, like, what is a purpose? Like, what is your purpose? Is your purpose, you know, I would attach purpose to your job. You know, is your purpose to be a doctor? Is your purpose to be uh, an engineer? It's like, those are jobs. Those are acts that you do to sustain yourself, right? But what is your purpose? Your purpose could be outside of your job, right? Your, your purpose could perform well within your job, but your purpose could also be outside of your job, outside of your career. What are you here set to do? And I realized that purpose is not attached to, uh, it's not attached to a career. It's not attached to, 
your identity, like uh, your makeup, you know, like just because you're a black woman living, you know, in a neighborhood that may not value black lives, your purpose is not attached to what others may think of you. Your purpose is more so about what is in you that has been something that you have been your whole life right what is something that matters to you what is something that holds you to um of important like what is important to you and i was thinking about that for a while and i realized that i realized that my purpose is to be a truth teller i made that up but those those are real words but a truth teller my purpose is to speak out and speak up. My purpose is to take away the shame and silence the devil, you know, by being transparent. Oftentimes, the devil will have us feel these emotions that are not of God. He'll have us feel ashamed, guilty, you know, insecure, all of these things because of what we did in the past, of what was done to us in the past. And because of those feelings of shame, we are not truthful, we are not honest, and we are not on the route to deliverance. And I know my purpose is to take away that shame. As you guys know, and as I have said before, I am a proponent of telling the truth, speaking up, speaking out not doing what is comfortable I'm not I'm not to say not to say that I am purposefully trying to cause a riot but I know my purpose is to speak up even when it's uncomfortable speak up even though I know it's not something that we do I know that we sweep things under the rug but there is a reason why we need to speak up and speak out. And because I have done this my whole life, <laughs> I look literally a couple of days ago before I was going to sleep. And it, it's just me, but every time I go to sleep, well, right before I go to sleep, I just have a whole powwow session. Literally in the dark, I'm talking out loud and I'm going over things that has been on my spirit. And I'm talking to God, asking for clarity on this, asking for clarity on that like re like rethinking things and I'm definitely a thinker <laughs> obviously but I I do that and one of the nights that I did that I was made to realize my purpose here on earth is to speak up speak out is to take away the shame is to silence the devil by being transparent and is to be a truth teller now how God uses me to fulfill that purpose is up to God, okay? How he uses me to fulfill that purpose is there's no specific route, you know? There's different platforms that he could use me in to fulfill that purpose that he has for me. But when we are, when we fully recognize who God called us to be and what he has called for us to do, he gives us all that we need to fulfill that, okay? And for me, my voice, I know my voice has power. And I didn't realize how powerful my voice is until I realized how many people I have hurt in the past with my voice. Because <laughs> I'm a dagger, 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 dagger. <laughs> That's what it's on this episode. I'm a dagger with my voice, okay? I will curse you down. And it doesn't even have to be with swears. Like, I don't really swear like that. I swear to be funny. You know, I don't swear to curse you out. But, you know, like, my, I realized that my voice, what I say and how I say it really has power. And I would just not understand how people would get so upset with what I would say and how I would say it. It's like, why don't you get it? Like, what? What, what don't you get? Like, I know I'm telling the truth. And oftentimes, I am telling the truth. That's not to say I'm not, okay? Um, but it's to say that um, so many times in my life, I have not used my voice effectively. Like, I recognize from a young age, 
I was always a truth teller. I was always someone who had to speak up and just tell it like it is. Because in my culture, in the Haitian culture, and in like in the church and my family, all these different factors, there are so there is a expectation to kind of just shut up and put up. Just shut up and put up. Like, why isn't this enough for you? Like, why are you complaining? Why are you having questions? Why are you challenging the the norm, you know, the status quo? And I always had a problem with people just kind of doing that. Why are you shutting up and putting up? You recognize what happened. Like, you recognize, like, am I in a twilight zone? Like, sometimes I, when I would speak up about certain topics and certain events that has happened in my life and in the lives of people in my life who um, are close to me, I'm given the reaction of, whoa, did you really go there? Did you really talk about that? Did you really, you know, dive into this topic? And I, I just, I can't help myself. Like, I have to tell it like it is. I have to speak up and speak out. But I know now it took many years. I know now there is power. I'm sorry, my nose is super itchy, so I don't know if it sounds different when I'm scratching it, but I just had to say that. Um, I know now there is power in my words. My words have authority, and just as much as God knows my purpose, the enemy, the devil, Lucifer himself, knows my purpose as well. So if I am not using my voice and using my purpose to glorify God, the enemy will have it so that it's giving more power to darkness, to the agents of darkness, okay? So if I'm using my powerful voice to gossip, to lie, to manipulate, to hurt others, that's not of God, right? I'm not using my gift that God has given me to give him glory. Instead, I'm doing the work of the devil. So when I fully recognize, okay, wow, my words have power. And wow, this is actually something that I could use to my benefit, but to give God the glory. And I finally you know, change my tone. I still tell the truth. I still tell it like it is, but I recognize that a lot of people are not open to criticism. <laughs> I recognize that a lot of people um, just like to talk and they don't want advice and that's totally fine. And hopefully they find their way eventually. But um, I recognize that in doing so, I just have to sit back. And not sit back and let people fall, but like, until you ask me for my opinion, then I will give it to you. But if you don't ask me and you just want to tell me like it is or tell me what you're going through and I'm just like, okay, I, I just realized that I have to kind of accept it because we all have our own journey. As I say all the time, there is a journey that you have to go through in order to kind of get over a certain behavior, a certain mindset. And no matter how much I may spew at you the knowledge that I have learned throughout the years, you still may not be in a space to receive it, okay? I could pray for your heart to be open, um, but you may not be in a space to receive it. So until you have given me permission to let my opinion to, um, be accepted and to be heard, then I will have to just, you know, kind of accept things for how they are. But that does not mean I won't keep it real. I know my purpose and my power, and I know that God will use it accordingly. Um, I just, I'm just so thankful to finally realize what that purpose is. I'm thankful that there is different platforms that I could use to speak up and speak out and be the truth teller that I need to be. I just, I'm really curious to how God will use me, you know? So when I tell y'all I was excited, it was literally a couple of days ago, like late, like I want to say Thursday of last week, like 
not you know a couple of days ago when I realized okay this is my purpose like this is it and I know it to be true because this is has some this is something that I have done my whole life I have always you know spoken up and um told the truth and it has made a lot of people uncomfortable but it's something that is put within me like it's a conviction that I cannot shake like I have to do this you know so I know this is my purpose it's just how God uses me I I need to be cognizant of that and be really open to that I want to share a passage that I ran into that kind of relates to what I what I go through when I realize my voice have power so in Luke 4 from verses 14 through let's say where's the end so from verses 14 through 28 I'm not gonna read the whole thing about a paraphrase so we have Jesus right Jesus here we all know who Jesus is he is in Nazareth and he is speaking the word he is speaking truth he is speaking light okay he has come to a synagogue in Nazareth and he is proclaiming that he is the anointed one he is the one who has the spirit of the Lord upon him and he has come to free the oppressed to give sight to the blind to give freedom to the prisoners he has come to do all these things and yet though it may be good news for the oppressed it may be good news to the poor but it was definitely not good news to the wealthy to the people who are in power and it's interesting to me how Jesus himself was not accepted fully by people you know someone who is telling you hey I'm the son of God only way to get to Christ is only way to get to God is through me um, a lot of people was not accepting to that and it's very interesting to me because when he was in Nazareth he said a particular line that I just I just fell for it says here in verse 24 truly I tell you he continued no prophet is accepted in his hometown okay that's powerful to me because oftentimes we think that our own people should have our backs our own community should understand and accept us but it could be very well our own people who don't it could be very well our own people who won't accept us who will not accept what we give out and will not accept our knowledge and that's just what it is they didn't accept Jesus in certain areas and a lot of people today don't accept Jesus and that just is what it is so who's to say I will be accepted by people you know like they talk crap about Jesus <laughs> like he was persecuted okay and he is without flaw so someone like me who is flawed and who has a voice who speaks up and speak out who's a truth teller though I know how to effectively use my voice now I know not everyone is accepting to that I know that my own people may not be accepting to that I know that I will ruffle feathers I know that I have ruffled feathers in the past and so be it you know that that's just that's just what it is there are people who are for you and there are people who are not for you and that's just it like there's no reason why we should try to gain friendship from everybody that we meet there is a purpose to our presence in a particular time in a season in our life but it doesn't mean that everyone who we encounter is our friend or should be our friend so when Jesus was rejected by his own people it, it like it is what it is there's no there's no way of going going 
around that you know you will be rejected by your own people not everyone but there was there will be some people from your own hometown from your own community where where they will look at you and be like oh you believe what she had to say really because last i heard you know she was a hoe <laughs> last i heard she was this she was that and now she want to be over here talking about the gospel you know like a lot of people will find a reason to hold you to your past a lot of people will try to say you're not changed you're this person and you will always be that person and that's a personal problem for them that is a personal problem I know that I have been judged for ever <laughs> and I know that my words and my actions have ruffled a lot of people and I know I have been at fault for a lot of different things so this is not to say I am perfect um, but I also know that I have improved as a person I have change and recognize my flaws and I continuously work on them but there are certain people in my life who still hold me to my past who will not even accept an opportunity to see oh mama is actually more compassionate now wow or mama actually wants to hear you know my side of the things you know and that's that's okay like that's really a personal problem there have been friendships in my life who well that have fallen apart because of their impression of me of the past and there's nothing more like if someone's not willing to see me as I am today and will hold me to who I was 10 years ago five years ago two days ago <laughs> not two days ago <laughs> If you try to hold me for my past, I know my past was yesterday, but <laughs> no, but look, I say all that to say there, there should be no surprise from folks when people are just not accepting to you. There should be no surprise that, you know, people will just hold you to what you did in the past. And that's what it is. You are not your mistakes. You are not the, the bad decision that you made. You are not that. You are greater than that. So just know that when you make a choice to be nude by Christ, you are a new creature, okay? Um, as it says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. You have to accept that people will not like you. People talk crap about Jesus. They will talk crap about me. I'm not saying I'm Jesus. I'm not saying I'm Jesus. I'm just saying if someone who is fl flawless is not accepted by people, by some people, who, like, of course I want to be accepted by people. You know, like, like there are that's just is what it is so we have to not try to place our identity to relationships and failed ones and failed friendships and just move forward to who god has for us to move forward into the life that he wants for us to fulfill and the purpose that he wants for us to fulfill i know that I am constantly growing. I'm constantly learning about myself and I'm I'm loving who I'm becoming. And this is not to toot my own horn, but I'm I'm pretty I'm, I'm a dope person, okay? And everyone should feel that way about themselves. Or if you don't feel that way about yourself, do the work to become that way, you know? But it's been a while since I've realized who I am in Christ and not who I am based off of what people say about me you know I know sometimes I have been judgmental and insensitive and I accept that because I, I know certain actions have displayed that but I also know that I have become someone greater than I was in my past like every day I strive to be better and it's unfortunate that there are people who 
refuse to give me a second, third, fifth chance. (laughs) No, but it's just, you know, it is what it is. You know, there's a lot of grief people have over, like, certain situations and resentment. Well, that just shows the person's character, the person's heart, and that you think you're perfect. You know, we all make mistakes. We, I don't know how I even get to this topic. I'm going on a rant, but <laughs> purpose, let's go back to purpose. Look, okay, so when I say my purpose is to be the truth teller, to speak up, speak out, and to shame the devil, you know, speak my truth. Not my truth, please speak the truth. Um, it's all to say that in doing so, we have to recognize our purpose and fulfill it in an effective manner. The enemy will have us try to fall into the habits that he wants us to fall into that feeds our flesh. But how can we use our purpose to fulfill the will of God in our life? Right? How can we use, like, how can I use my voice to be the truth teller that I am to further give God glory, to further be used as a vessel by Him? You know, I'm just talking out loud right now, but all these things that I feel and that I come across, these are constant journey. Like, I'm a journey is a journey. Like, there's no end point in a journey. Like, there's no, there's no final destination. It's, it's a constant growing situation. I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly learning about myself. This season that I'm in right now, y'all, is really, like, I'm learning who I am more and more. I feel like I'm being smacked in the face in this season like I'm recognizing I'm a resilient person I'm someone who yes I may have my off days and I may get in my feelings I may get in my feelings but I know that I could have joy in the morning I know joy comes in the morning for me I know there is peace that God could give me that surpasses my understanding and I, I bounce right back up and that's so beautiful to me. Like, I, I, it's so weird that I'm, I'm saying I'm thankful, but I am thankful for this season of, I want to say struggle, but let's say transition that I'm in that is allowing me to really trust in God and lean into him. He's showing me who I am and who he is, okay? And I'm amazed. I'm amazed at the strength of God in my weakness. As it says in his word, you know, his strength shows more in our weaknesses. So make me weak. <laughs> I mean, don't make me weak. But they, you know what I mean? Like there's power in that. So I encourage anyone who may be going through a, a hard time right now to cling on to God. Don't cling on to, you know, a lot of times in this world, we may find security in going into psychic shops, going into getting our palms red, going into, my nose is super itchy, I don't understand. Um, going into tarot card readings and astrology and, you know, breathing in the tree. It's just these crazy things that people go through and that they, they do so for a reason. Like, that's... It's not, I mean, it's sad to me because a lot of people find every way to not come to God. (laughs) I'm going to pray to a tree instead of to the one true living God. Like, it's just so crazy to me. Like, I was watching a YouTube video a couple of days ago, but I still remember this is woman who, she's a black woman. And like, she just like, I guess she just got natural and like, you know how you go through a natural journey I, like, I'm natural myself, but dang, she's natural. Like, she's like, <laughs> the stars and the moon align and the retrograde and all this blah, blah, blah. This is like, 
girl just go ahead and get that creamy crack because you talking crazy but maybe my third eye is not open like i don't know it's just these crazy things that people will find solace in instead of like every like there's a lot of people who will literally find every reason to not go to they'll go every other route except christ <laughs> every other route like they'll thank the universe for the day but they won't thank god for waking them up can we give him glory like don't give the creation glory give the creator <laughs> I had a hard time saying that. Let's say it again. Don't give the creation glory. Instead, let's give the creator glory. Because if it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have these things. You know, instead of giving these things power and idolizing them and trying to find direction and light and hope in these things, we should, like, we should instead go to God himself through Christ Jesus, you know, like, it's very interesting to me, but I say all that to say, like, when we recognize the purpose that God has for us, we then, we don't accept the lies the enemy will try have, try to have us believe, we don't accept, like, when y'all, oh my goodness, so, I have a couple people in my life who will, go you know go seek counseling through a psychic you know through dark forces like that and I understand why they would do that because they want a you know an answer an answer that's quick an answer that is just right in their face instead of waiting on God and I get that because impatience is definitely a common trait that many of us have and I, I sometimes get impatient too. And sometimes I do get tempted to go ahead and see what the psychic got to say, you know? But then I recognize that if I do that, I'm opening a door to something unknown, to a darkness that could come into my life because I've invited it in, you know? I don't ever want to invite darkness into my life, willingly at least, right? Like, if I'm going to invite darkness and let, let it be an accident, let me just fumble into it. But I don't want to actively walk into a psychic shop looking for, you know, direction from a person who finds that source through the devil. Like, that's not of God, you know? And don't get me wrong. there are, there I do believe there are people who can access the future, but their source is not the same source that I have. My source isn't God and Christ alone, Jesus Christ. And if your source is from the enemy, from Lucifer himself, I, I don't really want to receive what you have to say because I may fall victim to the trap that the enemy has for me because I was so thirsty to find out my future. And now that I know a little bit of what my future looks like, I'm then falling into sin after sin into a pattern of sin to get to that future, to get to that thing that you have revealed to me through your crystal ball. You know, anyway, something I was thinking about, but look, purpose is something that matters to you the most. What is it that have been within your spirit since you were a little person, you know, a little boy, a little girl? What is it that God has place has a conviction inside of you and I can't answer those questions for you I can only share with you my particular journey and how I have come to realize my purpose here on earth you know I ever since I was a child like I said I have always been the outspoken one I hated kind of falling into the status quo especially if it didn't make sense you know I had to challenge what was given because I need to know the root of it all. I need to know the history. I need to have the answers. And there's nothing wrong with that. I realized that my voice has helped others. So I need to use my voice effectively. I need to use that of good ser with good service. And hopefully it will 
encourage others to break the cycle of sin in their life, you know, break out of the generational curses that they find themselves in. And you know, that's just, that's just, you know, that's just how I'm uh, I'm feeling because purpose is my purpose is different than your purpose. Your purpose could be, you know, to heal, to be a healer. And a healer doesn't have to be specific to being a doctor or being a nurse or whatever. You could be a healer through your your actions, you know, uh, your words, being a counselor, you know, a therapist, whatever the case is. Your purpose is your purpose and mine is mine. So I encourage everyone who is listening to really identify their purpose that God has given them. Remember, your purpose will always give God glory. So if you believe your purpose is something that is (laughs) not (laughs) giving God glory, that's not your purpose, (laughs) okay? (laughs) That is not what God has placed for you to do here on earth. So... Let's just keep that in mind. So while we are recognizing, well, asking God for clarity of our purpose, ask him, okay, I need you to show me, order my steps, Lord, to be on the right track to fulfill that purpose. Be on the right track to move forward in that. How can I give you glory? How can I be a vessel used by you? Okay? (sighs) Anyways... That, that was something that was on my spirit, and I, I, I'm glad I finally let it out. When I tell y'all I've been trying to record this episode, like, six times, every time I started, I felt like I, I just wasn't doing it right. I get in my head a lot, and that's something that I constantly battle, as I have shared with you guys before. But, hey, I have the victory in Jesus' name. So... I'm glad that I shared this episode and talked about this topic. I hope anyone who is listening can find some comfort and inspiration and direction with what I say and could come to God with that. So let's go ahead and end with prayer. Father God, we thank you for being used as a vessel by you. We pray that our actions are in alignment with who you have called us to be and what you have called for us to do. We pray that we attach our identity only through you, through the blood of Jesus Christ. We pray that we remove any idols in our life that have been burdening us, that have been blinding us from the purpose that you have set for us. We pray that we recognize who we are in Christ and walk in that fullness. In Jesus' name I pray to you, amen. So y'all go ahead and like, rate, subscribe, share, repost, all that fun stuff, and continue the conversation using the hashtag GodBuiltThisPod on any social media platform. And go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyMamore, H-E-Y-M-A-M-O-R-E. Okay? See y'all!